blackberry cobbler is great and the way we mix it with terpenes to get that flavor is wonderful. But it's also judged on uh, the, the actual product itself. And so the raw CBDA is just so different, even in taste and smell, besides effectiveness, than a lot of the more isolated or different combinations. And so, yeah, it's not just flavor, but we want as the best tincture. And it was just wonderful standing there waiting and then to hear that we had won and running up to the stage. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant and how it helps people in such extraordinary ways. We were uh, in Los Angeles for the CBD West uh, event put on by Mace Media at Celeste Miranda. And the last time we were at this event, it was in 2019 before the whole craziness. And uh, we had won uh, the best tincture award for our flavor back then, uh, which was blueberry. And this year, um, we also had, uh, submitted our our tinctures again, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, it was really exciting to hear uh, and see people again. Lots of really good conversations. Certainly not the same size as the one in San Diego, but Celeste knows how to pull an event off. And it was done at the Hilton LAX, and it was very classy and and some really good conversations. So it was good to see some people we hadn't seen in a while and make some new friends as well. So I know Kristen's got to run. Uh, she's got a house full of guests, but I wanted to get her take on uh, the CBD West Expo. And I know you were there to film the award show as well, Kristen. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I think everybody that was there, you know, there was a lot of hope. There was a lot of excitement. Um, a lot of people still didn't know about CBDA. And that was really exciting to be at our booth getting, you know, to share that awesome message and to share that this is a miracle plant. So many families um, were are still affected, obviously, as we know, with autism. So, so many of the attendees and, and people there, um, you know, were excited to learn about autism um, too. So that was really great to hear Janet be able to talk to so many families and you talk to so many families and and me to share my story. Um, so that it was just it was really just a, a weekend of hope. And I, I think that um, or, you know, Thursday, Friday of hope, I should say. And um, I, I really loved getting to, to see people um, get to learn about CBDA for the first time. A lot of people didn't know. And it's it's crazy to me that they still don't know. But uh, how awesome is that? And yeah, I was there to film their award show and uh, and get to see Janet's excitement. And it felt like she was running down the prices right when she won. And it was it was so awesome. So it was very cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'm so glad you were there and be able to attend. I, I had some practices and some games I, I had to attend. So that was so great that uh, you were there and able to help out on the booth and uh, just love your excitement and your knowledge and obviously your own experience with this miracle plant and how it's helped your son so much. So I know you have to run because you guys got a big horse trip coming up. So I will yes! let you get back to it. And the reason and, we get uh, to do the horse trip is because of this miracle plant. So yay. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we'll look for some pictures on social media Absolutely. and uh, you guys have a blast out there in Arizona. All right. Heal the world. Bye everyone. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, Kristen. So Janet, you're up next. Um, I know you're on an Uber down uh, to the LA area, which we made that trip 
every single day for the last four days. It's pretty crazy how much we've been bouncing up and down. But uh, uh, what was your take? And uh, maybe I'll let you uh, explain uh, what the awards are all about. I am so excited. Uh, I'm very happy to have Kristen there to help too, by the way. Uh, I was just so excited, like you had mentioned, to actually be around the people again. <laughs> and we've been kind of isolated for quite a while. Uh, and again, like Kristen said too, my biggest excitement is explaining to people that there is hope, especially a lot of people with like constant pain or people with, uh, I can't remember what else we came across in Parkinson's and things like that. And also we always talk about autism and Alzheimer's and all the magic that the CBDA does with the raw plant. And again, to very many people I talked to were very interested um, in the fact of differentiating when you heat it and when you don't, when it's the whole plant, when it's organic, those sorts of things. And uh, we do have a shout out to Molly who put together and created all of the new materials for the new look for the booth, uh, focusing on the miracle plant. And so that was very exciting to have a whole new look and a whole new set of everything that we at the, at the expo got a lot of compliments on the booth and how clearly it explained what we were doing. Uh, but again, too, there's just nothing like the excitement. They had a reception on Thursday night with all the people there, all the attendees. And it's always a huge excitement about deciding who gets to win product, uh, different product awards. And to me, the sublingual oil or the tincture, as some people call it, um, is kind of the main product that pretty much every company has some version of it. And so to win that to me is like the biggest award. There's some other littler ones, but that to me is the biggest award. And it goes beyond the flavor. And so our blackberry cobbler is great. And the way we mix it with terpenes to get that flavor is wonderful. But it's also judged on uh, the, the actual product itself. And so the raw CBDA is just so different, even in taste and smell, besides effectiveness, than a lot of the more isolated or different combinations. And so, yeah, it's not just flavor, but we won as the best tincture. And it was just wonderful standing there waiting and then to hear that we had won and running up to the stage. And then Celeste is there, Celeste Moran, who actually puts on these shows and also is the editor of several magazines um, in the whole, in the space, including extraction and CBD and different things. And we've gotten to know her a bit. And she also uses our product at times uh, for some health issues. But she was so excited, too, and I went up there. She, we both had tears in our eyes, uh, and she just said, please keep doing what you're doing. And anyway, to me, it was, just a, it was a huge emotional and touching moment besides being a big celebration. And it was great having Kristen there to capture it. I might have looked pretty crazy because I was super excited. Uh, but again, too, as Justin mentioned, so that's back-to-back -back awards to show that, our, that there is uh, the very benefits of the CBDA and how unique it is. It's even available to people who are just testing it and comparing them uh, just on the properties, not even all the people who give their testimonies and their successes actually using the product. And so again, too, that was just amazing, uh, just to highlight again. Um, and if Justin doesn't mind, I'll go on quickly too before it gets too noisy here. Uh, the other big event that happened at the expo for us was we introduced a new product and our new product is called Trim or Trim X in the most common uh, dosage people buy it. And we have created that because as you might know in America, we have a problem with weight and 40% of Americans are clinically obese, which is like beyond just a little chubby. And then on average, they say 20% of people who have uh, lived through the pandemic have gained at least 20 plus pounds. And so we just have a huge issue with weight 
And one aspect of that is we have so many highly processed foods that are pretty addictive and a lot of things with sugar are also very addictive and very hard on the body. And But that addiction and that craving is pretty hard to deal with, especially seems to be kind of late at night or at different times people are craving. And also fast food becomes pretty addictive for some of those same reasons. And so the trim is our attempt by using the CBDA and its benefits in terms of antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, helping with the nerves and all those things, balancing uh, our levels. But you add in the Trimex, which has two different herbs to it. And one of the herbs literally blocks the taste buds on your tongue so the sweetness doesn't come through. So you can have candy, but this tastes kind of unusual. Or like chocolate, it's like it's still chocolate, but it doesn't taste right. And so just not having that great taste is one way to stop the craving. It also then works with your small intestine with the absorption of sugar and it slows down that absorption so you aren't even getting all of the sugar that you're even eating. So that also helps. And then again, too, by getting rid of the craving, you're far less likely than uh, when you're feeling stressed, like say end of the day or all those types of things, or even in the morning to reach for that donut or something to start your day. And so the, that those are great in itself. The other ingredient actually helps what we, what we call metabolic syndrome. And that's the syndrome where we all get tummies a little bit bigger than we'd like them to be. And then we also leads to like type two diabetes, which is also hugely on the rise here. And this particular herb was actually used as the, gave the idea to the pharmaceutical industries to make metformin, which a lot of people take for type two diabetes. But again, too, as we're raw, organic, holistic people, the actual herbs themselves is what we go to that, again, are raw and organic. And so, again, too, it helps with that metabolic syndrome in terms of the type 2 diabetes, the weight gain, and then issues with your metabolism. And so it's just, to me, a, a, an amazing powerhouse combination. And then you put it in with all the benefits of CBDA and the CBDA going to every cell in our body. Uh, we can't wait to see the general public try it. We did a lot of trials before we actually brought it to market and people were just saying, yes, I ate it and I didn't want the chocolate anymore. Or I didn't go dig in my cupboard at midnight looking for sugar or I ate a bunch of sugar, but I didn't get like a big drop in my blood sugar. So between the award and the Trimex and all, seeing all the great people again, I, just a super highlight actually of my years in the business. Yeah, well, it was certainly great to, um, you know, see people that I hadn't seen in a while. I guess I have not seen Celeste since San Diego uh, in 2019 at the end of the year. And she, uh, you know, she's uh, definitely a major player in the industry and has been for many years. And uh, just uh, it's great to see people that are good people and that have been around and and that are there for the right reasons. And, you know, you, you feel for her and company for what they've had to go through uh, these past uh, 20 months or so with, uh, you know, shutting down public events and she handled, you know, they, they're the CBD Expo tour. And so, um, you know, they had to, you know, cancel all the events. They didn't really do much virtual. And uh, she started doing some events earlier this year. And uh, it was really, really uh, a great event. I, I mean, it, there was only around 60 booths. So my expectations were pretty low. And uh, we actually combined the CBD West Expo with the Extraction Expo. So there was a lot of extractors there. And uh, it's always interesting to, to get the, the more scientific view on cannabinoids. And I was on a panel as well as Janet. 
And uh, um, it was uh, it was interesting because there's there's a lot of different people that come to this space for a lot of different reasons. And, uh, you know, some are coming here for food and beverage and some are coming for, uh, you know, just looking at CBD as an ingredient that you will just add to uh, an energy drink or something. And then there's others that are here because of the whole plant and what the plant has done to find help help their bodies recover or, or support their body's recovery from from really, really serious issues. Uh, so it was, uh, it was, it was just incredible. The first day was more of a business to business day and I had great conversations. The first day I was so blown away that I, I knew that it was, it was going to be, it, it made the show in and of itself. I was talking with investors from Japan. I was talking with some folks in Germany. I was talking with some folks who were ambassadors to Spain and, uh, a lot of, CBD uh, shops and wholesalers, retail shops were flew in from all over the country, back east, the Midwest. Uh, I was just really stunned uh, how many people came. Now, granted, it's in L.A., so I think a lot of people <laughs> said, well, that's the one I'm going to go to. Uh, but, you know, there just hasn't been many. And uh, we had a nice booth right there, right there in the front when you walked in and just had incredible conversations. And so, again, my expectations were super low just because... Uh, number one, I didn't even know if we were going to be able to have an expo in L.A. with everything that's going on in L.A. Um, L.A. is a little bit more, you know, kind of conservative when it comes to uh, public events and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, when Celeste reached out to me and said that they were going to have the event, I said, you know, let's do it. Find me a booth. And uh, so just uh, total, totally blown away by the conversations that we had and the education that we were able to disperse. There were some more people that knew about CBDA. I had some great conversations about that. They would come up to me and they, we had one of our banners was talking about CBDA and, and Raphael Meshulam. It was the Godfather one, which is um, uh, leave the CBD, take the CBDA. And uh, they're like, I, why does, why isn't every, cause they would go around to other booths and cause the word is getting out about CBDA. There's, a little bit of confusion of the stabilization of CBDA, which is more just kind of smoke and mirrors for pharmaceutical companies to try and sell something that's repeatable. And, you know, after cold extraction with our products, the CBDA does not disintegrate or does not devolve into CBD. And even if it were to, you know, if it was sitting in a hot car for three days or something like that, and the CBDA was through heat and light was to convert a little bit you know, what's it going to convert into, right? A little bit of CBDA might turn into CBD, but no big deal. So there's just kind of a, a false narrative out there that 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 CBDA is is in, unstable, which is not true. Uh, it's once it's been extracted, it stays in its current format. And so, you know, the people that were walking around and asking about CBDA or knew about it were, were just wondering, why isn't everybody doing CBDA? And we also have, uh, you know, we sell our products in bulk so people can formulate and we also have high CBGA strains as well. So there's some, some a lot of interest in our CBDA and CBGA because it's hard to find. I mean, it's a scarce commodity. And so uh, that was an interesting, so like I said, the conversations that we had blew me away because before all this stuff happened, I mean, we were on a rocket ship. You know, we were, we were a leader in, in California as far as uh, the CBD market goes. And, you know, we had stores we were opening and we had, you know, chiropractors and doctors and and health food stores and we had formulators. I mean, we were just everything was all all mission go. 
And then, you know, when the pandemic hit, everything just kind of stopped. And so, you know, it was nice to have these conversations again to get things going where people will start formulating and start making the best possible products with whole plant, you know, uh, you know, CBDA products and, and that international pockets are opening up again. Uh, just it, it gives me hope that uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to get on the other side of this pandemic and uh, we're just going to get back to normal and uh, just growing. And, 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 you know, though obviously the plant has come so far from going from illegal to essential. You know, the cannabis industry itself is actually uh, had, in, you know, record numbers. So cannabis uh, is, is absolutely on fire, kind of like the way we were before the pandemic. CBD companies really, I mean, if, if you, if, if you're, if you've got a good online presence, then, then you're probably going to be okay. Uh, and that's where we were. Uh, we had to really work on that, but uh, it'll just be nice again because, you know, our customers for the most part are, are 50 years and older and they've got some health issues or their parents have some health issues and they want to sit in, they want to come in and talk. They want to either pick up the phone and call us or they want to come into one of our stores and they want to sit down and they want to look you in the eye. And they want to ask their questions and they want to feel good about the answers. And, and that was really always the biggest differentiation for us is that we have physical stores in California and out there in Colorado. And so it just gave people a certain level of comfort. And they obviously knew that we knew what we were talking about. And uh, that's that was really what and, and we, then we really got to hear the stories and see the amazing, incredible journeys that people went on and, and really understand what they needed and what they wanted and, and how much it was helping, which you know, had turned into this podcast, the Miracle Plant Podcast, to, to share these incredible stories that we hear because we had that face-to-face conversation. And we saw people's lives literally change. Like we saw like their aura, we saw their skin complexion, we saw their energy. I mean, it's just absolutely stunning. And so uh, that will always be a blessing for us to be able to witness these incredible health, uh, you know, stories uh, on a continuous basis. And we just are so looking forward to getting on the other side of this so we can just get back to uh, doing what we do best. And that's helping people um, help themselves when it comes to their health. So that's about all I got for today. Any other final comments, uh, Dan or Janet, before we wrap up? Um, I was just going to ask if there were, if you saw any like new trends or new things that, you know, are on the horizon that maybe you guys are, or maybe even to share some ideas or some of the things that you're working on that maybe the public doesn't know about yet. Anything well, I think for me, the biggest thing is, you know, with, with the AB 45 that passed, um, that was, you know, that was a, a probably a big reason why we had so much interest in our bulk products so they could formulate their own products. Because now that AB 45 um, is sitting on the governor's desk to be signed by October 10th, we can now completely legally 100% make CBD products and food and beverages, pet foods, uh, and, and ingestibles, topicals, you name it. And so the industry itself is, is, you know, those that were waiting on the sidelines and we were waiting on the sidelines too. You know, there's, you know, we've always been focused on health and the best way to, to get this product into your system is to sublingually hold it under your tongue for seven minutes or use a suppository. If you have real serious tissues, especially in your abdomen areas, uh, the suppository is the best way. And so we never went with the gummies and the chocolates and the vapes and the, you know, whatever else they're doing, the patches and all that kind of stuff, because it just wasn't, you know, efficacy wasn't there. And so now that this bill has passed and is giving us a clear guidance of, of how do we proceed and make new products, 
you know, we certainly are going to be rolling out some more consumer friendly products that, uh, that will still have the same level of health and organic and quality, but uh, will maybe be more accessible to people uh, on a broader scale. You know, of course, we would love for everyone to take sublinguals, but not everyone will take sublinguals, especially younger people. And so we're going to be rolling out a lot more product lines here in the next coming months uh, to, to really just kind of broaden our scope. Uh, I can't em- envision us doing any gummies <laughs> anytime soon, but definitely some different formats uh, and some different ways for people to consume the product now that we do have uh, a structure in place in California for how we can proceed. Because uh, I know I've mentioned on here before is, you know, we could have bought, uh, we could have, you know, started a, a beverage company. And there are people that are doing beverage companies. There was a couple at the show. But if if you invested in all the inventory and the resources and the batch runs and all of that, and then, you know, this bill passes and says you need to have XYZ on the label or you need to have this uh, signed off on before it can be um, considered California approved, then you would lose all that. Uh, you would lose all your momentum and lose all that investment. So. You know, as far as new things in the industry, there were some extraction people there that are always talking about some latest and greatest, you know, nano water technology. But again, we all know that have uh, been are familiar with this plan is just uh, consume it the way it was meant to be consumed, which is whole plant, raw, organic. If you can't grow it in your backyard and juice it, then uh, on the same level as our products, because that's how we make them as well. But, uh, yeah, I didn't really see anything too new. I mean, some people were talking about CBC and CBN. Um, but, um, you know, and I was on a minor cannabinoid panel, and I kind of got into it with this technical science guy that was all about, you know, making cannabinoids from, like, sugars and stuff. And I'm just like, whatever. And I was like, I, there's no such thing as a minor cannabinoid to me because all cannabinoids are great. And, and the CBG was listed as one. And we obviously grow strains that are high in CBGA which uh, is great for focus and, 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 you know, clarity and all those types of things, brain fog. So we actually have a product that's high in CBG. So um, to call it a minor cannabinoid is pretty silly. And so all the cannabinoids matter and they're all there for a reason. They work together like a perfect symphony. So not nothing too, too um, you know, eye dropping or anything like that, or jaw dropping that I saw. But uh, I don't know. Did you see anything new upcoming, Janet, or have anything uh, to add? Uh, I always have something to add. Uh, what I saw basically too is, and my emphasis always is uh, the CBDA, which I tried to call a minor cannabinoid, um, is actually the major cannabinoid, and so there is starting to be a recognition of that. That if and so the minor cannabinoids are just that uh, minor, and so there was a lot of discussion in the industry. I think they always tried to find some kind of a new marketing type trend, like, oh, let's do Delta 8. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's make it nano. And so to me, there's just like kind of a lot of maneuvering around to find some hot spot to make a bunch of quick money. But realistically, realizing the raw whole plant and like we are doing to me is still leading the way of, of the industry and what works and really focusing on, on true health. And I see that with people that are in the business for the right reasons. They want to help people. They want to make sure they have a good product. And then we do have a bunch of people that realize it's a billion dollar market or whatever. And so they're going to try to keep finding ways to make the money. And so there's always going to be those two types of people at all of our events. 
And so to me, the ongoing long-term trend is an effective CBD that actually helps with pain and anxiety and sleep and neurological conditions like Alzheimer's and autism. And so to me, that's the backbone of the industry. And so people can kind of waver around it. And so you're going to hear some new things. Another new trend that was discussed was uh, psychedelics people were talking about. And uh, sorry, they're still schedule one and they are kind of dangerous. And so again, too, you just kind of see those things to come up with something new to talk about basically. But to me, the trend is always going to be toward what's the best product, what's going to actually help people and what's the best way to take it or improve the extraction methods. But there's just not any quick flash in the pan ideas that are going to be uh, real new trends. Obviously the new trend now is going to be actually being able to put CBD um, in products again. Uh, we used to have dog treats and bronies. And again, to anything you chew and swallow, you're going to have much lower uh, usefulness because you don't absorb as much. But uh, again, too, so those kind of trends in the whole industry is going to be moving toward food and beverages. But again, too, uh, I think people that stay focused on the path of what's the best way to honor this miracle plant, what's the best way to help people, um, aren't going to be distracted by small trends here and there. Agreed. Well, like I said, it was great to be there. It was great to win the award again for best tincture uh, and a tip of the cap to Celeste and all her team for pulling off such a great event. And uh, we look forward to attending more events uh, in the in the very near future and uh, hopefully winning some more awards and, and changing some more people's uh, perspective on this miracle plant, especially when you consume it in the raw whole plant form. So with that, let's get uh, let's get this show on the road. So on the count of three, we're going to unmute our mics and say heal the world because that's our mission here at the Miracle Plan and 101hemp.org is to heal the world one family at a time, one story at a time, one product at a time, one video at a time, one episode at a time. So people can be exposed to the information that that was the answer for us and our son uh, to, to recover from a severe uh, neurological ailment. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. So the world out there who's looking for an answer can find us, hear us, feel us, and uh, be exposed to this incredible information. One, two, three. Heal the world. All right, everybody. Thanks bye for coming bye, everybody. by. Thanks for coming by the Miracle Plan Podcast. We'll see you next week. And yeah, until then, take care of yourself and take care of those around you. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.